But if you go and look for shit in an older home, you're going to find some stuff. <laughs> you know? And so she went and nitpicked and looked in corners and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And she took all these snaps. And I was like, man, she's got like a whole shitload of pictures that she could send to Airbnb if I don't do this $40 thing. And and she did, I mean, her stay was like, you know, 400 bucks. So if you think about it, it ain't even that much, that big a deal. And so um, I was like, she could, she could send these pics to Airbnb and say, hey, this guy, you know, this his place is whatever it was. I don't oh, know. Hold on, hold on. But did she send them the last day, right? The pictures? Yeah, she sent them the last day? She sent them the other day. She's been gone for a few days already. No, I mean, like, but when's the first, was she, was it after checkout she sent the pictures? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, nothing to worry about, man. She was already gone. I would have told Airbnb, look, she's been gone three days. I'm sending you a bunch of BS, man. <laughs> For real, man. Like, what are you sending pictures up from? Yeah, get out of here. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, my bad. <laughs> took my line. <laughs> Of live, let thrive. <laughs> Finally, man, good to, good to be back in the saddle, huh? Yeah, man. What you been up to? I've been up to you know the usual working and all that stuff. And um, oh, by the way, this is your this is episode eighty one of your favorite yeah. Airbnb podcast, VRBO, Home Away, all that stuff. Uh, short-term, long-term rentals, and we are the official voice of the hood. Of the hood? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to shout out that guest, huh? Or that yeah. listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a, a listener um, emailing to us. What was her name? Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't remember. I, I got to look it I have to go back through. But she had some good but- questions. And um, and one thing she was saying that um, <laughs> LLT is always welcome in the hood, and I was like, "She, we run the hood." <laughs> <laughs> and but so, uh, yeah, she was asking about because she has a uh, Airbnb and kind of what you call a uh, up and coming neighborhood, pretty much right around the corner from the hood or in the hood. I'm not sure. <laughs> But yeah, she, I guess she had questions on how to kind of like how to word it. Yeah, yeah, she had questions so, on how to word it. I I sort of put like, okay, um, the Airbnb is in a in a colorful ethnic neighborhood. It's over there in San Antonio, so you know it's a lot of Mexicans, and so <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be pretty colorful over there, and that's cool. It's part of the charm, you know. Sell them on that. She said that a, a cop. Um, rented it or something, their first guest, the cop and his family, and day one, they said uh, they didn't feel comfortable there, and they wanted a refund, they wanted to leave, and so she let him leave, and she gave him a full refund, but, so she was worried about that people weren't gonna want to stay there, because, you know, because it's an up-and-coming neighborhood, I said, you gotta be, yeah, more, yeah. you know, you gotta throw some code, code words in there, because she did say gentrified neighborhood, something like that, and I was like, well, People have different theories for that word, you know. Not everybody knows what exactly you're saying with gentrification, you know. 
which means the the white people are moving to the hood pretty much, right? <laughs> That's pretty, I was gonna say that. That's what you mean. I mean, if you say that to just somebody from the hood, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you got white people moving in." They're gonna say, <laughs> straight up, you know, if you say gentrification. That's the code, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I mean, I personally, I told her about mine. That's in a up and coming neighborhood, which ain't nothing up and coming about it. Um, I just straight told them, you know, I said, I, I don't even, I let them judge the neighborhood. I don't tell them about the neighborhood. I just tell them the neighbors are friendly because I have friendly neighbors. And I was like, kind of let the, let the guests judge the neighborhood. Just focus on what you're offering in your house. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I was like, don't put too much pressure on the neighborhood. You know, I mean, well, I don't, and also I don't know how far up in the hood this place is. My place ain't in the hood. It's around a corner from the hood, but you got to drive through the hood to get to it. So I was like. Just focus on, you know, focus on what you're offering in the place. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we got a lot of topics to cover today, man. Dude, not only we got a lot of topics, but it's been a while since we got on because, man, like, matter of fact, the government was shut down last time we talked. <laughs> That's a long time. For real, man. man. Yeah, the government was shut down. That was like, what, two weeks ago? That was two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, government was shut down. It's back now. Uh, looks like the uh, looks like they open right back up after all the um, what is it the what kind of people the uh, what are they called the um, uh, air traffic controllers start calling in yeah 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 and they open the open the government back up so that's a good thing you know but hopefully some of those government employees who aren't living or start to not live the paycheck to paycheck route so exactly exactly. Get them back yeah, in the workforce. Get them back paying their rent again. What'd you say? Get them back in the workforce. Get them back paying their rent again. Yeah, for that's, real. That's very important. But um, yeah. So, what's been going on in your Airbnb real estate world? Wow. Okay, I'll jump into my <laughs> my transition first. Okay? okay. So so um, I'm transitioning my Hearst house, which is my Airbnb. I'm transitioning it to a long-term rental. And, okay. And so, um, partly because the um, the ban is coming, which I know you ain't too scared of no ban, but <laughs> but depends, partly depends. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. See, Arlington's sending the popo out, so it's kind of a little serious over here. But yeah, Arlington, I'm scared of that. Go ahead. <laughs> Hearst, we got like two cops, like a like a deputy, you know, five, you know, with the one bullet in his gun. <laughs> yeah, Barney Fife. Um, now, nah. so so I, we're just trying. We're gonna try it for a little while. Transition to the to the long term deal, and um, you know, it's sort of it, it'll settle things. I think it'll settle things as far as the because um, our first house is a long term rental. So the second house is going to be a long-term rental, also, and um, that'll kind of settle things. And then we, we, you know, we're still searching for the for house number four. You know, we're living in house number three. We'll turn this one into a long-term rental, also. And um, you know, and, sounds like you've hopped out of Airbnb, bro. Well, I, that's the thing. I, I I have a love-hate relationship with Airbnb. There's times I think it's cool, man. I get I get some enjoyment out of it. We get the pride and all that stuff. People, you know, give us compliments and love the house. And then there's other times where people try to shake you down for some um, <laughs> some goodwill lamps. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> it's just um, 
It's just How'd that shakedown go? Uh, well, we kind of reached an agreement. We kind of reached an agreement. We and, have to uh, tell them what happened. Oh shit! Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I, I, I brought it, I brought it up on um, I brought it up on the um, what was it? I don't know something professional host page USA professional host Airbnb whatever. And so I asked a question. I was like, "Listen, this guest is being an hour before checkout. She hits me up with this um, this long message, you know, you know, saying this and that about the house and saying that the lighting wasn't good and she had to fix it, you know. And so she she asked me to pay uh, forty dollars to reimburse her forty dollars. And I was like, "Some expensive ass light bulbs." But anyways, <laughs> send me the receipt. We'll we'll see what's going on, you know. I don't know why she didn't tell me yeah. before, you know, beforehand. Like she had, she was there like four days. She could have told me day one, "Hey, the lighting is not good" or whatever. There's a couple light bulbs out. I could, I shit, I went over, I would have went over the first day and you know replaced them, whatever. But anyways, what ended up going down is um, we got to the house and um, she rearranged all my furniture <laughs> in my oh, living room. Hell no. Yeah, she rearranged all my furniture in my living room. She put some of the TV trays that I got, used them as, like, side tables. And she made, like, a whole different living room. And then she put, um, she put, um, the lamps, some lamps. She added some lamps to the mix, three lamps. So I guess that was what the whole lighting thing was, you know. And so, um, so anyways, I was like, what the freak? And so... (laughs) It wasn't just light bulbs. So she expected me to pay for these. She expected me to pay for these Goodwill light bulb, light um, Goodwill lamps that she bought. She sent me a receipt, and those from Goodwill. And so, um, I, she take you down for light bulbs. Well, for lamps, she bought three lamps, and she left them there at the Airbnb, and she expected me to reimburse her for them. Oh, that sounds like you got three free lamps, bro. Oh. <laughs> 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 I would have took them lamps off. Oh, thanks, you know. Yeah. But yeah, well, she took a whole bunch. Man, this is the thing. She t- she took a whole bunch of snaps of the place. Well, she had moved. She had moved. Um, the like I said, the sofas moved them all. You know, did all this. And in the add-on room where the baseboards are, there's like a little separation there. You know, you can't see it if the sofas are there, but it's like something going on there. I mean, it's just I can just replace the baseboard. So she started taking zoom-in pictures of all this stuff around my Airbnb, and I was like, oh, crap. To me, you know, there's stuff you don't see unless you go in there and, you know, zoom in and look for it. And But if she sent all this photo arsenal to Airbnb, I had a strange feeling that she was going to get a full refund back. And so I was like, I had a decision to make. I was, I was like, 40 bucks. And I even told her, you know, you said you didn't want to leave a bad review. Is that correct? If I, if I paid for these lamps or whatever, I paid for the, fix the lighting, the $40. She said, yeah, that's correct. And so I went ahead and bit the bullet and paid it. You know, I was just, the way she took all these pictures of my place. And my place is an older home. You know, it's not it's not a perfect, brand new, built day one home or whatever. And so you can go around and you can nitpick and you can find things. People, no one's ever complained about anything. I, you know, five-star reviews, um, super host. But if you go and look for shit in an older home, you're going to find some stuff. <laughs> you know? And so she went and nitpicked and looked in corners and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And she took all these snaps and I was like, man, she's got like a whole shitload of pictures that she could send to Airbnb if I don't do this $40 thing. And and she did. I mean, her stay was like you know four hundred bucks. So if you think about it, it ain't even that much, that big a deal. And so um, I was like, she could she could 
send these pics to Airbnb and say, hey, this guy, you know, this his place is whatever was. I don't uh, know. Hold on, hold on. But did she send them the last day, right? The pictures? Yeah, she sent them the last day? She sent them the other day. She's been gone for a few days already. No, I mean, like, but when's the first, was she, was it after checkout she sent the pictures? Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing to worry about, man. She was already gone. I would have told Airbnb, look, she's been gone three days. Sending you a bunch of BS, man. <laughs> For real, man. Like, what are you sending pictures up from? Yeah, get out of here. But so it sounds like so it sounds like you just went full you're going full blown long term rentals? Yeah. So I'm going full bro to finish the story, yeah, I paid the forty bucks, but you know, whatever. No oh, review, yeah. this and that. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go full um long term rent rental and um I can go deeper into that, but let's go. Let's go. Um, let's flip the script and go to you for a little bit because you have a crap load of stuff, interesting stuff you want to talk about. I'll go into the long term rental stuff later. You know, this is an Airbnb show. Let's yeah. dig in. Let's dig in. Yeah. So pretty much, my, on my side, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm about to refinance two house, two two properties. I'm gonna refinance the house I live in and one of my rentals. Um, and then I'm about to try, and then I'm about to, after I refinance, then I'm going to make my final, we're going to make our final decision on what we're going to do. But as I'm thinking about, I was, this is what I was thinking. I was like, man, I could take all this money and I could just make a bunch of Airbnbs, right? Yeah. So then I was like, I started looking at the market in Dallas, man, and Dar- Dallas is oversaturated. Like, this is what I mean by Dallas is oversaturated. If you get on Airbnb and just pull up the, the do the show map, whatever, and you put in all these credentials like Instant Book, Superhost, all that, and like you just say you want one person, you're just looking for a place for one person. Three hundred homes come up, man. Ooh. I'm like, dang, man. I'm like, it's too many hosts out here, so or too many properties. So I was like, man, let me just start looking at the areas. So I started looking at. I looked at your spot, Grand Prairie. It's only nine Airbnbs in Grand Prairie that that whole home. It well, homes that hold six plus guests. Superhost and Instant Book. It's only nine homes out there. So I was like, dang, somebody hopped on Grand Prairie, man. That'd be a lick. So I started really diving into it and thinking about it. I'm like, I think I know why Grand Prairie doesn't get the hit, why people aren't building Airbnbs out there. And I started thinking about it. If you're from Los Angeles, California, right? Mm-hmm. You're coming to Dallas, Texas. Where are the two places? Where are the What place are you going to try to go to? Fort Worth or Dallas. Right there, bam. Or Arlington, only because you know the stadium's there. Yeah. So even if you make an Airbnb in Grand Prix, I'm not saying it's not going to make money, but I'm, I'm saying the only time I think most of your guests are going to be people that have lived in Grand Prairie, have family there, because ain't nothing there. Like, as far as attractive that somebody from out of town is going to come there. So, like, I looked at it kind of like my Arkansas spot. The only people that book are people that are from there, or people that have family there. They don't just, or they're coming from out of town because, oh, you're close to the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you get a different type of crowd, which, and it does kind of give you a lot, kind of give you, it kind of messes with your vacancy rate a little bit. Like as far as um, long-term bookings, you'll be good. But like for short-term, like if you have, like for an Arkansas, like if I had a vacancy this week, I would have to lower the prices. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it would probably be the same way for Grand Prairie, which I haven't understand all the numbers, but I but the only good thing about Grand Prairie is ain't that many Airbnbs over there. Now here's so, I mean, here's one ahead. here's one way I see getting around all that. I'm gonna put front and center on my Grand Prairie Airbnb, I'm gonna put 
Arlington, Airbnb. <laughs> I want to title it Arlington, Airbnb. and um, Or you can title it Dallas. You can title it because kind of really you're not lying because you're in the, the Dallas, um, what's it called? The Dallas area. DFW Metroplex. Yeah. But, but I'm you, saying, but my saying is this. If they search Arlington, you aren't going to come up. They're going to, if they search Dallas, you ain't going to come up. You're in Grand Prairie. I searches come, off the city. I, I I come up whenever people search Arlington from my Hearst house. I don't know. I mean, I mean, like, but if they put on the map, like, let's just together, they say, show map, right? Right. That's how I do analysis on a market. We aren't going to show up. Well, if they start moving it, we can show up. You see what I'm saying? Now, check this out. <laughs> it's, it's another caveat, right? You know, when you, when it asks you, because I've, I've helped my, I've helped a couple of buddies set up, you know, rooms, because a buddy in our, yeah. in Grand Prairie, actually, he's setting up some rooms in his house to rent out. And um, it gets to the point where I ask your address and all that, and it said, is this pen accurate? And it lets you yeah, grab move your pen. It lets, that's what I was gonna say. It lets you move your pen to wherever the hell you want to move it. Ah. Yeah. Now check this out. <laughs> Speaking of that pen thing, so that you know that house I was gonna buy. I was looking at that house out in Viridian, right? Yeah. There's only one Airbnb over there, but the girl who has the Airbnb, she took the pen and dropped it in the middle of the lake. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, she she was smart on that one. I was like, yo, that's smart. So nobody knows who's doing it. But her, but flip side, her face is on her profile, so mm. she's a rookie. <laughs> yeah, she, she'll be she'll get caught soon. She's a rookie. I'm like, yeah, your face is on your profile. They'll find out who the hell you are. Now, but, now, now, if yeah. I if I drop the pin in Arlington, when they look up Arlington, are they going to see that that house or what? That's a good question, but I think somebody it might piss somebody off, though. Well, can I just pick a random vacant crack house and then put that as my address, even though... Yeah, but I'm saying if somebody books and they're looking in that area and your house ain't over there, they might might piss them off. Well, then that's when you explain to them in the messages, hey, yo, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> we're still right up the road from the stadiums. We just, we're not in that crack house where that pin drops. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be uh, interesting, man, but... Uh, another thing I did, man, uh, I finally fired Guesty. Oh. Fired Guesty. I uh, went over this. I got everything on Smart B&B, man. It's way better than Guesty. It's way faster than Guesty and everything. So, yeah. Who told you about that Smart B&B? Josh reminded me of it, but I, I had already known. I knew about it. I had used it before. But at the time, their pricing structure was messed up. Which now it's way better. They only charge you per like if something you get paid out, they'll they'll charge you they'll charge you for a payout. Mm-hmm. They don't charge you for hey if this list is active, it's for a payout. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So they only charge you like ten dollars a month for a payout. Oh, okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Pretty much refinancing, about to sit and see what do I want to do? You see what I'm saying? Like, well, do I want to buy another house with an apartment on the back, which that's kind of become a pain. Because, like, this is how I see it. It's like this. It's like, if you want one of the newer houses with the apartment on the back, you're looking at half a mil. <laughs> if you want an older one, you're going to looking at, you're going to have to do a lot of work. Because the one I went to view over in Arlington, man, it, the apartment side was decked out. Like, it looked <laughs> brand new. But the whole house was just... The, but the house, the main house to live in, man, it was, 
that needed too much work. So Mahogany looked, she was like, nah, this needs too much work. So we're still looking around. I might just refinance this and get a duplex. Who knows? Yeah. Sure. You got a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I the, ran across a... Oh. Oh, the microphone's picking up that pin clicking a lot. My bad. Yeah, that's right. Um, another thing, though, so my brother and sister brought me a deal. They brought me a deal, but uh, I'm kind of nervous about it because I'm looking at it like it was a fourplex. Oh, nice. And we're looking at it. Yeah, it's a fourplex. But the only thing about it, the only thing about the fourplex is, man, the building's 100 years old. Oh, shit. Yeah, building's 100 years old. The, um, the building's 100 years old. My brother told me, he was like, man, I think, like, Someone had an offer in on the house, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they had an offer in on the house. Um, and then they, after the inspection, they told her they wanted a hundred grand off the house. Oh. And then they, she, she said no. In fact, of course, they ended the deal. But I'm like, but they, of course, they don't share the inspection with us. We're like, well, dang, what's going on? You know, because that was my concern. Like, oh, what was going on? So, and of course, in order for us to get the inspection, we got to put the bid in on the, on the property. And then... Um, Put a bin in on it and uh, then go through our own personal inspection process. But And also the house has been sitting, the fourplex has been sitting on the market for two years. Oh, there's a big reason then. I know. I'm, so I'm like, man, I don't know. But I ran the numbers on it, man. <laughs> All you have to do is make two of the units uh, long-term rentals and make the other two Airbnbs. You, you make a killing on it, but I don't know what's going on in there, you know? <laughs> You might. make a killing on it, but I don't know what's going on in there, you know? Might have so it's kind of like I'm sitting up. You might have to bring it up to code and shit, rip out all the plumbing, all the electrical. There might be some crazy stuff like that. Now, here's the co- here's the big caveat to it. Big thing to it. It's it's in the historic district, right? Mm. Well, I'm not, did I already say the place of it? Where is that? Mm. Good, we'll keep it that way. <laughs> it's, in the historic, it's, it's in the historic district of the city. So... But in the city's like, look, if you keep the floors and the windows, we'll give you a tax credit. But the tax credit is like twenty thousand dollars the next year, nice. cash. Nice. But you have to keep, but you have to keep the windows. You have to keep floors. You know what I mean? Because it's this to keep a historic district. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm like, dang. But if somebody wanted a hundred grand off of it after the inspection, man, that twenty ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's a lot going on. Man, it's a lot going on. But, um, but we had, um, what else, what else were you going to say? Oh, I guess we got to hop into our biggest topic how to pay off student loans with real estate. Okay, yeah, yeah. How would you go about doing it, Steve? <laughs> Man, that's a tough question. Because I know you and I would be like, hmm. I could put 10 G's toward my student loan, or I could use that 10 G's and get a house that'll pump me out some income. <laughs> it's a tough one, right? This is how I look at it. Okay. My strategy is this. I personally wouldn't do this strategy, but you can do it. You can straight up ref. Well, excuse me. If you did your due diligence on your house, you could straight up refinance your house, take the refinance money and pay off all your student loans if you want to do it that way, especially if you know your house is going to go back up in value. Right. I was telling people you can't do that, but I wouldn't do it, but I mean, that's the way to do it. Um, if you have like a, 
multiplex or duplex, triplex, quad. You you can refinance those and do it. You know, especially and I think with those, since they're considered investment property, they'll give you a higher amount based on your rental rates. I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all types of ways to skin that cat. But I was telling people that you could really pay off student loans with real estate. Yeah, yeah. So instead of putting instead of putting fifteen G's towards your debt, your uh, college debt, take it, put it towards a nice piece of real estate, let it appreciate. If mom make sure it's appreciates, schooldigger.com, all that. Make sure it appreciates. Boom. Refinance it. Throw the money right back at your debt. That's your student loans. You might refinance and get sixty G's. You never know. And when you mentioned that, a, a, a cool thing crossed my mind. Or. Well, about an hour or so later, I was thinking of that student loan thing, and if there was an actual, you know, what plans could we, you know, come up with for people to do it, and then I was thinking, man, you know, as a lot of people know, there's a huge ticking time bomb in the economy, and that's the student loan debt balloon that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, there's people that got 100 G's, 200 G's, 300 G's in student loans, and just paying the minimum, man, and it's just like draining people. And it's just going to get to the point where, I mean, I mean, they got to choose between paying rent and paying for a student loan, you know? (laughs) 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 Or get some underground job or something where they don't take it out of your paycheck. I mean, it's it's a rough lick, dude. It's like a, I've heard it put before, it's like paying on a mortgage but not getting the house. (laughs) Paying on a a 30, 50 year note without getting the house. That's how. And so, and so, I was thinking, man, this is the, the perfect opportunity for for Airbnb to do something to, to join forces. It's, you know, it's been fighting against local governments, whatever, maybe the bigger governments, but to join forces, go up there, send all your you know most good looking, handsome, prettiest lobbyists up there to Washington, wine and dine, <laughs> wine and dine these fools, and say, let's make this law the law of the land. Let's make a new law. For United States, you know, that'll trump that's all the little, you know, little cities laws. Let's say this. Okay, cities, whatever, they don't want Airbnb, blah, blah, blah. But let's say someone has a bunch of student loans, you know. I don't know, you could put, you can even put a minimum. Let's say they got at least $30,000 of student loans they're trying to pay off. Let them use Airbnb legally in that city at least until that debt is paid off that way you're allowing the people that really need to do airbnb not these these guys that have 20 30 houses that hey i'm gonna throw like 20 of them on airbnb in the same block you know just to make more money hey, man, that's what I'm trying to do. i know i know i know i know i know i know, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm going against the grain a little bit but but i i just thought it would be i was like man that's a good idea i was like they should really just you know try to just you know lobby the government let's let's do something these 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 young millennials that have oh all this money with this big old freaking burden on their back, um, they know how to use the internet. They know how to rent out their cars on tour. They know how to rent out a room or a whole house on Airbnb. Let them do it at least at least at least until they pay off their student loans. I mean I don't know. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a freaking brilliant idea. It could be. It's a good idea. But. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good idea, you know. I'm a but, holler at. I'm a holler I mean, at but, but let's, but let's say you. Let's say you. I don't know, but I guess this 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 also depends on how you think. If I was a student, if I had student loan debt, I, I wouldn't. And I had Airbnb income. 
I wouldn't really focus on paying that towards my student loans. I'll put it in focus on putting it towards either more Airbnbs or investments. You see what I'm saying? But if you set up a payment plan though through their Airbnb, that would be dope. But let's say you're a student and you happen to live in San Francisco where they don't let you do Airbnb. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. they say, okay, you can do Airbnb, but only to pay only until your student loans are paid off. You jump on that deal quick because you pay you pay off that loan in like six months in San Francisco or New York or <laughs> San Diego. Who's to say you put that? Who's to say you put that money towards student loans? Well, okay, well, I, we can go into the the, the the you know the minute details, but they could even Airbnb could even work with you know student loan bank whatever whatever whoever you owe your own your owe your loan to right. Where they get a chunk of the money every single time. I mean, you still make a little bit, but they still get, boom, they get a payment every time you do a booking, blah, blah, blah. They can, they, yeah, there's ways to do yeah. this, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to partner with them. Just, I mean, if, if you can give 0% loans to, to ex-military, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a perk, right? That certain people get that other people don't get. I mean, that's, they, can, yeah. they can do things like that. Yeah, they can. They definitely can. So, I don't know. Just a thought. But- but yeah, but it was this uh, reason why I was talking about that because I got a lot of people talking about student loans and you'll I'll never be out of debt. And then like, then I, I sit there and listen to these Ramsey people, man, tell me they paid off ten thousand dollars worth of debt in five months. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, but I was like, I'll let you do that. That sounds retarded as hell. But these <laughs> hey, own, you know. But hey, you know, yeah, it is what it is. To each their own. It's it's, it's um yeah. It's good. I mean, I don't know. Paying off that's fun too. <laughs> it is. It is. But I just can't. I can't bring myself to pay off, especially working a full time job and putting all that money towards. T- if you have, if you can work five months and make ten grand, right? And you decided to put that on a credit card debt, like dog, you could have bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> you could have crushed that credit card debt. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy, Dif- dude. Dif- different strokes for different folks. I um, I'm going to a story. You want me to go to a story? You, you got go, something? To go, get ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. You know, I, I this is an Airbnb show, whatever, short term rental show. But I always tell these stories and, and and I try to bring them back around. Sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't, right? And so, <laughs> so my buddy, um, my buddy from work, um, Dave. You know, I just say I just say Dave. Well, he um, he had a, a near death experience. This was um, this is about I don't know, fifteen twenty years ago. When he was younger. He was out hunting with his buddies, right? Yeah. And so, I think what happened the a guy was um, oh he was messing with the with like a pistol, right? His buddy was messing with the pistol, doing something with it, and it fired. And shot Dave right below the eye with a twenty-two, and they say with twenty-two, once it goes in you, it bounces around a little bit. Yeah, it travels. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, it bounced around a little bit, ended up like right around here, the neck, you know, neck region, and like pinching an artery shut. It didn't like burst, and it could have, it could have bled out, right? But anyways, long story yeah. short, he, um, you know, he. He felt like a ringing, then he passed out, and his buddy said all he just his whole face was bleeding out, his 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 mouth, nose, eye, everything was bleeding. You know, they're trying to 
pick them up, take them to the car, get them to the nearest hospital. They're out hunting, so they have to drive like a half hour or an hour or whatever to get to the nearest hospital. And they thought this fool was dead. Anyways, I mean, he was, ex- I mean, he, it was just a regular day at work, and he's explaining this to me. I, I was just curious, man. I was like, man, did you think you were going to die? And he's like, he's like, he goes, yeah. He goes, I never told anybody this, but yeah, I thought I was, I thought I was gone, man. He goes, I, um, I even, you know, people talk about the white light, this or that. And he said that he actually, everything turned white and just, just, you know, just this white light. And he just, he just felt like the most peaceful feeling he's ever felt in his life. Just like no worries, nothing, just just whiteness and just and just peace kind of like Dang. like he was leaving you know like he was that's it and he just he Dang. never felt he never felt a more peaceful moment in his life and he just telling me but you know they they brought him back you know they brought him back and he ended up um of course he survived and everything and he was in the hospital for a while they had to do a bunch of stuff but he um but i was like man you, you get you had to like um it had to be changing that had to change you and um, and he said, yeah. I mean, he you know he appreciated his family and his friends a bunch more after that, and he appreciated life a bunch more. And I, it just it just got me thinking. If I'm going to try to bring it all the way back around, it's like, um, I mean, at any moment, at any moment, we could just that's it. We're gone. We're dead. Right? A car could run a run a red light and take us out. We're done. That's it. And or you know, eighteen wheeler, a bus, whatever the hell. I mean, and. But and so I'm like, why not? Um, <laughs> to bring it back, I'm like, why not? Why not do do what we love in life? Why not? We, we try something that's hard. Right. You know? Try something that's difficult. Try something that's challenging. Instead of just, oh, okay, I'm just gonna grind away at this job that I hate for another, you know, thirty, forty years, and hopefully there'll be something there when I'm old and decrepit, and and then someone will take care of me. You know, it's kind of like, why not? If we're gonna, if we could die at any turn, why not? Do what we want to do in life, you know. Why not enjoy it? You People know? fear failure, man. They fear, they fear failure. And what is failure? It's just a yeah. lesson, right? Learning experience, all it is, man. And the show I've been, Straight I've been up. listening. You, you've heard of a, a podcast called How They Built This? No. Oh, dude, I'm gonna send it to you. It talks about all these people that um, that started businesses, you know, startups. Yeah. And. Um, bootstrapped and all that you know it just started their business they just had an idea and they went for it and it and he talks about their their trials and tribulations and you know having to raise money from everybody in their family and try to just like go for this dream of theirs and and how many times they fell on their face and just wanted to give up but they just kept persevering and one of the cool quotes i heard um it was this guy i forgot what this this guy invented but, I mean, it's a multi-million dollar. Walmart bought his pants. It was like some kind of pants. That, I don't know. But Walmart bought them for like $340 million. And so, anyways, he, um, he, 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 said, he said a cool quote. He goes, businesses don't, businesses don't fail. They only cease to exist because the founder gives up. And I've heard like, that before. And I was like, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's I've heard that cool. before. Yeah, yeah, and I thought it was yeah. the coolest thing, and that's true. I mean, how many people, you know, get a little bit of uh, adversity and they just like, I can't do it. I'm done. You know? Yeah. If someone trashes their Airbnb, I'm done. No more Airbnb. You know, or trashes yeah. their long term rental, or 
or whatever it is, you know. It's just uh, people give up. That's true, man. That's what you're doing, man. He's scared of them popos, man. He's scared of the popo. Popo ain't supposed to scare you out of making your money, no. I'm not giving up. I'm just transitioning. I'm pivoting to long term rental. No, it's funny because I'm uh, I'm done house hacking my house March eighth. Oh, you're done, done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. We're gonna. Yeah, I'm done doing house hacking my house. So that was one of the reasons I'm gonna go ahead and refinance, get another property. To, you know, I'm saying to cover that cash flow difference. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, really why I wanted another house with an apartment on the back. You know, if I have a house and an apartment on the back, I can rent the apartment out. You know, but yeah, I'm done on March eighth. So. So why are you, what was the final straw, or what, what was the reason you just wanted to jump out of it? I mean, we're just, me and Mahogany getting ready to have, you know what I'm saying, we're going to try probably have another kid this year or next year. Well, it's going to have to be next year now from the time we're planning. <laughs> so, you know, we're trying to, you know, grow the family, and, you know, you need more space for that. So, yes, yeah, different transitions coming in, you know, coming. You know, I'm, I'm actually probably going to take a break on the timeshares, too, and just focus on arbitrage. And this year, I'm just focusing on buying real estate because we are in a buyer's market mm, i would i would i would disagree i heard you say that the other day and you if, disagree? if you're talking about oh, if you're talking market. about the price range you're looking at like half a milli yeah it's a little slow on that end or no, no 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 i'm talking about not talking about half a mil i'm okay I'm talking about just i'm talking about anything right now because i've been looking i've been looking every single day i look every single day for the last shoot, three years it's, I mean, it's ridiculous, dude. Houses that are, I mean, anything from 200 to 250 is gone, dude, quick. Anything 200 to 250, that's halfway decent. I mean, let me put that caveat in there. That's a good-looking house, a decent-looking house, not a not a fixer-upper kind of shit. But 200 to 250 is gone, unless you're going to go live way the hell outside of the city kind of thing. But, I mean, the ones that I've been looking at, the ones I, okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's uh, break it down like this. Where are you looking? I look Arlington. I look, um, like I said, not the piece what of crap part? houses. Not the piece of crap houses. Uh, what part? North Arlington. North Arlington. The north, the expensive part. <laughs> but well, I don't know. I went all the way north, and it is okay. I'm looking in, like, West Arlington by the lake. Um. I'm looking between. Okay, never mind. I'm looking at probably a little bit. I'm looking at probably three hundred, three hundred up. Yeah, it's a little so it's lower there. Not a yeah. lot of um, regular, or say regular. <laughs> you know, uh, regular earning families can afford three hundred thousand. I mean, they might. But, I mean, I'll say this. I've meet. I'm meeting people that are meet catching deals in Dallas right now. Okay, Dallas is a different yeah. animal. I haven't looked in Dallas. I haven't looked in Dallas. Oh, okay. Okay. And, I'm talking uh, about all over the map, man. You can catch a deal. Like three to four months ago, you couldn't catch a deal. People people bidding crazy prices, you know what I mean? Right now, man, ain't nothing moving. Mm-hmm. From what was, I've been seeing. Okay, okay. I look Hurst, Ulysses, Bedford. I look at uh, Richmond Hills, Watauga. Any, anything that's semi-close to the airport, that's where I look. Because I work at the airport. Oh, okay. And it's everything semi-close to the airport is freaking high dude it is freaking high and um north arlington too is 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 stupid high right now and um grand prairie there's still some deals to be had in grand prairie 
There's Definitely. Still some I'm looking now. Yeah, but it's out to us. Me growing up around here, we always knew Grand Prairie was the hood. But they built they really? built out further south. They built the new house. Oh yeah. But North Grand Prairie, that's always been the hood. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it and is. it's still it kind is. of hoodish. It's yeah, still, it is. It's still pretty hoodish. Yeah, because North <laughs> North Grand Prairie is like North Grand Prairie borders South Irving. Right, right, right. South right, Irving, right. like it's like like I've always said, like Irving is like the straight up most segregated. Not even by I mean like straight class segregated <laughs> city I've ever seen. Like you go to the south side of Irving, this straight hood. You go to the north side, you think you at the Taj Mahal. <laughs> I'm for real. Like, I went to Irvin. I was like, what the f*** is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you go up to the north side, north, Las Colinas, Las all that. Colinas. I'm like, this is the same city? Oh, like, yeah. Nah, man. Yeah, like, South Irvin and North Irvin, man, that's like the... Night and it's day. like Hollywood. Hollywood and old East L.A. Night exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, Latinos live in, in South, Irving, South Irving. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but I get straight... Good Mexican food, good Salvadorian food over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get some good food. The real see, deal. See, but that's the that's the part of South Irvin I knew about. Yeah, yeah. So when I finally drove up to North Irvin, I'm like, damn, what's all this? You know, and they're like, yeah, this is still Irvin. I'm like, oh, you know, it, it turns from $150,000 homes to half a mil. Like that. You know? you know what I saw? I saw it, it said Grand Prairie. And um, it was kind of like central, a little bit central Grand Prairie. And so, it was central to north. And anyways, it was a house. New. It was a new construction house, right? For 235 four bedroom, four bedroom, two or three bath, you know, nice size house, 2,000 some odd, 2,200, 2,300 square foot, you know, single story. Nice. Okay. You know, I started looking at the pictures. And then I looked in the, and I hit the satellite view of the map. And man, if they put a brand new house right in the middle of the hood, man. They're doing that in South Dallas right now, man. They dropping like houses straight up, man. They dropped a three hundred thousand dollar house in a hundred fifty thousand dollar neighborhood. Why are they doing that? Uh, oh, they about to gentrify, man. In South Dallas, man. Oak Cliff's getting gentrified. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. They got the art district there and everything. Yeah, you know. So I mean, yeah, they 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 really gentrifying some stuff out there. But um, it's, but there's a few slow markets I know about that I might make a move on. Hmm. You know, but uh, can't be telling everybody about it where everything is. But you know, it's a few slow markets I might make a move on. <laughs> so I'm really kind of debating: should I buy another one in Dallas? Well, I don't know because you know I was saying Dallas is oversaturated. You know, and I think we we talked about like we, like Dallas is just oversaturated. Like there's too many people here. Um, Houston's oversaturated. See, you got to find those small pockets like Grand Prairie, Hearst. Hearst, there's only three Airbnbs in Hearst, man. I know. I'm, lo- I'm always looking to like, buy man, another give house. Give me your house. I'll, I'll take it. There <laughs> <laughs> ain't but, no competition over there. He, I know. Here's the thing. Here's, here's the funny thing. The the girl that's going to be renting our house, she, um, she'll yeah. move in April, in April, 1st of April. And, yeah. and so... And she told me if that was cool because she's like, and she goes, yeah, yeah, I saw your house on Airbnb. Um, is it cool? I mean, if I move in in April and you can just keep renting Airbnb it out uh, throughout March, she's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'll find people. You know, I'll I'll fill it up. And um, oh, thank you, thank you. And anyways, she um, I 
I ha- I I explained to her the other day. Look, I said, look it, <laughs> look it. I never say look it. I said, <laughs> check it out. At the at the end of April, I've been I've been pondering what to do with this listing because someone rented my my Hearst Airbnb at the end of April for like four days, and I was like, I've been you know, and you told me that I could cancel no penalty because of um because you know you could tell them hey the band's coming I got to cancel blah blah blah, and yeah. so um. But I was like, man, I, I, I'd hate to do these people like that. You know, they're they're here, they're, they're doing their little vacation thing, and I don't want to put them out like that. And so, and, and they were looking forward to staying at my place. And so I was trying to, um, I, I was just racking my brain with this, and I finally told her, I was like, listen, I got someone at the end of the April. Here's what, here's what, I, I know you got it rented up for that month, but here's here's um, here's something I could throw at you. How about, you know, I, you let us rent it out to those people for those four days. Because she's going to rent my place. I'm going to leave the furniture behind in my place, right? And okay. so, um, and she's going to pay an extra hundred a month to rent it with, you know, with the furniture there. And so, so I, we really, we really don't have to do anything. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just have to go in there and, and it's just her and her little chihuahua. So we just have to go in there, you know, get it ready, Airbnb ready before they come. And they can, you know, those people can come in for four days, rent it, and then and then bail. And I said, we will we'll clean it beforehand, we'll clean it afterhand, and you can stay at our at our house, and we'll stay at a buddy's house. You know, you still have a house to stay for those four days. And this is this is the part that piss you off because I know <laughs> I know how you are, Micah. <laughs> and I said, I'll make it even better for you. I'm going to give you the money we were going to get from them for renting it out for those four days. I'm going to give it to you, or just take it off your rent. And I showed her the I showed her the payout. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> hey, you're a walking goddamn charity, man. Hey, are you looking for tenants, man? Oh man, I'll, I'll rent your house long term. Now listen. To that. I was okay. This is a one-time deal. I'm trying to make everybody happy, dude. I'm trying to make everybody happy on this one four-day rental, okay? And I was, I know. Now what? Now that I think about it, I said, like, man, I should have said I'll split the money with you. But anyways, I'm gonna give her the money for that. Four days. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take it off her rent. And um, whatever. I'm, a, I'm too nice of a guy. I know, Micah. But, but. No, this is what I did tell her because she was saying something about going to 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 London for two weeks in um, okay. in May, and I was like, and she and to visit her boyfriend, and I was like, you know what? If you if you ever want to if you ever want to leave, you know, if you're gonna go out of town for a week or two weeks or whatever, a month, let us know. We could Airbnb out the house while you're gone. That's dope. And I said, check this out. This is the part you might like, Micah. This is the part you might like. And I said, we'll just split the, we'll split what we make for that week or that, you know, those two weeks. We'll split it fifty-fifty. And she said, wow. That's is she still? Cool. Is, is she st- okay? Oh, she's still paying rent for the month. She's paying for the whole month okay. rent. So hey, I have a, I have a, I'm gonna throw something at you. Okay. Do you think you might be giving her incentive to Airbnb the ho- her house herself? I don't think she would, cause I told her a band was coming and everything. But I, but if she wants to, if she wants to Airbnb it. I said, 
That's what I'm saying. If you ever want to Airbnb it or make you know make extra bucks or whatever, let me know. We'll do. We'll handle everything, and then we'll split it fifty fifty. So now this is what I'm talking about. My the the Steve double dip. You are renting out the house long term, and if she okay. gets the hanker in to go out of town for a week or two, wants to rent it out, and hits me up, hey, let's rent it out Airbnb. Okay, cool. I'll rent it out for those week or two, make a thousand G's, and give her five hundred. I get five hundred. That's just like. It's like um, icing on the cake because I already got the month rent anyway, yeah. so it's it's a thousand bucks on top of that month's rent. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. That's dope. So that's, I like that. That's I like the that. Double like, yeah, if you if she already's gonna pay you, you know what I mean, and it's an incentive for her. Okay, I'm paying the rent, but she's pretty much knocking off whatever you give her back to her rent. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that's dope. I, I do that. Yeah, and that's in fifty percent, Micah. It's not no twenty percent. You know, Airbnb. Yeah, let, me, yeah. let me run your Airbnb for twenty percent. It's fifty percent. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So, you know, you already got the listing for it. You know, yeah, I do that. I got the listing. I got it ready to roll. Just tell, let me know when you be out of town. Boom, we'll get that thing on Airbnb quickly. Yeah, man, that, that's dope. You know, but I don't think. See, my thing about Hearst is like this. I, I don't. Why I don't fear Hearst more than Arlington? Hearst, Arlington, they over here knocking on doors, man. That's that's. That's a whole nother level, and I truly think they got all the people information from that city council meeting. So, I mean, Hearst, I don't think they're knocking on doors. I think Hearst just did it because they heard other cities doing it. Jerry Jones sending his goons in. Yeah, and even at that, it's only three of y'all out there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting, though. Can Can's taking over the Hearst scene. Shoot. He ain't in Hearst, though. He's in North Richmond. Which is down the street, but his 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 listings dominate that, that area. He's got a badass place. He makes his like freaking top notch, dude. Oh yeah, I'm actually oh. t- I actually already took some of his ideas. You know what? I'm putting pull. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead. You putting poles in your in your house? I'm putting pull out <laughs> couches in all my uh, Airbnbs from now on. Oh, I'm like, great. oh, I'm doing pull out couches in the living room, all of them. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna do that. Probably to one of my little rock to my little rock Airbnb. I'm about to add that. I was like, Yo, I need pull out couches. You know, if you think that's what I'm saying. Okay, I consider myself. I'm a businessman. I'm, I'm not. I'm a nice. I'm a nice guy. I think I'm a nice. I think you are more of the. You know, you're a little bit more ruthless than me, which is a good thing because you make more money. I'm not ruthless. <laughs> Cold calculated, whatever. If but I think can is an extra level above you. Oh yeah. In the roof. Can's a hustler. <laughs> can's a hustler. Some business we can't. Can's a hustler. Like straight, cutthroat to the point. This is how we do it. I'm. I, that's why I like him. I'm like, oh yeah. I learned from. Him. He had like a five-page thing for the cleaner, right? <laughs> Straight, yeah, straight cutthroat. This has how it has to be done. I and like that. This is what's funny too with Ken. It's because um, you know I, he goes to shows. He's my agent. He goes to shows houses. You know, we go walk through houses, and it's great to have an agent like that because he points out all the crap. You know, all the stuff. Oh, you don't want this house. Oh, look, the railroad's too close. Stop. Nah, don't buy this house. He'll tell. And they, he, I mean, if it's like a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, and, and he can make some money off it, and we, he kind of sees we like it. A lot of agents will be like, oh yeah, yeah, I should do it. Put a bid. Put a bid. He's like, nah, man, you don't want to look, ah, look at the neighbors over there. Nah, you don't want to live. Nah, this, he, he tells us straight up. That's what's cool about Can. He tells us the damn truth. He's like, he's like, a, he's like friends with us, you know. But if I ever, 
if I ever say, or if we see a house and it's say, okay, you know, it's good, it's pretty good for that price, but it's going to need these floors here, you might get to put some floor, you're going to do some this. I was like, oh, man, you got a guy that I could use for some, you know, to get that flooring done? He's like, nah, man, I don't got a guy. <laughs> he's, pro- he's protective as hell of his contractors, man. He's got a good team. And that's smart, yeah. too. He don't want to overextend them by lending them out to everybody else, right? But he, he yeah. keeps his team together, and so he, if you ask him for a, a guy to do something, he, I don't I don't really got it. <laughs> See, I'm kind of like that. I'm like that with my my cleaners and my tax guy. I'm going to tell you why, and I learned this from my cleaner. When I start telling people about my cleaner, I start stretching her too, th- too thin. And I was like, yo, okay, and then it started taking a dip in my cleaner, and I was like, oh, no, nah, I ain't telling nobody else about my cleaner. You know, so you you get you do have to be like that. But um, speaking of good real estate agents, I'm happy Cam's like that because my real estate agent's like that. And that house I was looking at over in Viridian, she was like, uh, <laughs> she was like, hey, she goes, these are the HOA rules. She goes, they have to be here six months. She's like, y'all know a little bit more about it, uh, Airbnb than me, but you have to realize, I'll keep it honest with you, y- y'all gonna stick out in this neighborhood. Y'all young. Y'all black, y'all the only ones over here. Hey, if y'all do some Airbnb, they're going to be watching traffic. So, you know what I'm saying? You do have to have a realtor that keeps it real with you, you know what I mean? So, she was like, look, y'all don't stick out. Y'all are going to stick out in this neighborhood if y'all try to do it. So, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to touch it, you know? HOA be all over y'all's asses. What'd you say? HOA be all over y'all's asses. Oh, yeah, without a second, within a second. So that's what she was like. She was like, look, HOA rules ain't really too friendly. But the only thing was, I was like, I was thinking about if I did get that house, I could do a long-term rental on it. But I could probably do it for like 1600 a month, which would still be good. I'd still be saving money by moving out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know, man. It was interesting, but I'm happy. Yeah, you got to have a good real estate agent. You have to. You got to. It's vital. Now, if you're selling your own house, you don't need an agent to sell your own house. My my buddy. Are you talking about open door or something? Well, see, that's different because you because you sell your house to open door, right? They buy it for you. They buy it from you. That's the commercial yeah, I heard, they, anyways. But here's here's what my buddy. They take, like, go ahead. Here's what my buddy at work told me. He's not a, he's not a real estate guy, but he just he just happens to have a wife. That um, loves to move every few years. She gets just she gets tired of living in this in the house, and she wants to move every you know to another house, which is great because like you know can suggest everybody should move every two years anyways to so you can you know get that um, whatever profit you make is un, you know they can't they don't tax it so you get like a big paycheck yeah. tax free paycheck, which is like working two years or three years shit. But anyways, hold on, hold on. I, have a, I have a question. I have a question. When he says move every two years, is he selling the house he was just in, or is he refinancing? Uh, Can sells his because he goes in and he fixes. He does a live-in flip, so he'll go live it there for two years, fix it up, you know, make it all beautiful. He'll move out and he'll sell it, and make like fifty, you do a hundred G's, you know, and it's all tax-free. That's he said. That's he the does way he bursar, goes. huh? Bursar, bursar, bursar. Buy rehab. Well, B R L. Buy rehab live. Sell, repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy, rehab, live, sell, repeat. See, I kind of was thinking about And that was another thing you could do, like to get out of student loan debt. You could do that. Put the, Take 5%, put it down on one house, right? And then use the rest of your cash to pay off student loan debt, if you want to do that. If you're one of those student loan people, you know what I mean? You could straight live in a house for two years, take the money, 
you make off the sale and move to the next one, use 5% of that, buy another house, sell the old one. Man, there's so many ways. Done dizzle. But anyways, I'll was, I was, I was go back to where I was talking about my buddy from work. Yeah. Dave. Mr. Dave. San Miguel. It's a different Dave. Not the guy that got shot in the face. He got street cred. Yeah. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> but my buddy Dave San Miguel has been doing this for a few for years now, and um, yeah. and I was like, and I asked him too because like they just you know they just been slowly getting a bigger but you know batter asser house every few years and and they were it wasn't even trying they weren't even trying to get that you know tax free profit they just kind of they rolled the money into the next house whatever they were just they didn't you know the payments would be the same or cheaper then they get a bigger batter badass house. And so I told him, yeah, I said, that's, that's kind of a cool thing and all. But um, you, you get hit with those, you know, those um, real estate agent fees, don't you, every time you sell that shit? And he's like, no, man, I sell it myself. He goes, there's companies out there that'll list, that'll list it for you, which is what a real estate agent does. They list you on the MLS, right? They list you on all, and which, and which throws you on all the Zillows and Redfins and all that shit. And you're plugged into the MLS, and they and so your agent that's selling your house for you charges a three percent fee. So a thirty thousand, a three hundred thousand dollar house. I mean, well, how much is that? What's that? Quick, what's three percent? Three. That's three grand going to the nine, agent, right? Nine G's, nine G's yeah, something like that. Or nine G's, yeah, yeah, something like that. It's a lot of money, thousands of dollars going to an agent, which pretty much throws it on the MLS, and. Um, their agent's the one that's doing all the work because they're taking to go see the house and all that shit. So, but there's services. It's about three hundred bucks, and they'll post it on the MLS for you. And it's not. It doesn't look all cheesy like Fizbo, like a for sale by owner sitting there popped up on the Zillow, or whatever. It looks kind of weird. It's like a, a. This is the book. It's like it looks like it's a an actual agent booking your place. So when people see the house. It's Looks just like you know Century Twenty One's book, you know, listed it or whatever the, the company's name is, and so they they do like they do all the paperwork and everything. They schedule, you know, people call them up and they schedule to go see the house. They do all that shit, and then and they you know they put in a bid to buy your house. You know, you, you, of course you got to do a little research. You want to price it right and all that shit, yeah. but um, but I mean that's fucking easy with the with Zillow's and shit, right? I mean with whatever you can yeah. see who's selling around your neighborhood. Boom, 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 put a hot price. Well, I don't know about using Zillow, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Can, Just see who sold in the last whatever and how much they they sold for a house similar to yours, whatever. But yeah, you but I have a question. Though. Don't you need don't you need a real estate agent to run those numbers for you? To run the, the comps? comps? Uh, like I said, you. It's uh, a good point. I don't know, but you can see you can you can do some research and find out what sold in your neighborhood for what price, right? Nah, you need a real estate agent to run them comps. See, that's my issue with Open Door. Like, Open Door will buy your house, but they charge fees out of this world to get your house. Oh, and they're going to undercut you on the price. Okay. But I don't know what he's using, though. Uh, yeah, he said he was going to send me a name of one. But there's a bunch of them out there that list your house for you. Yeah. And, so, and also, when he's, when he's doing that, is he taking all the money from the old house and putting it into the new house? I think that was their, how they were doing it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Like I said, he's not a real estate guy. But <laughs> oh, he said he's not a real estate guy. He wasn't a real estate guy. He just told me. I was like, I was like, man, those fees got to be eating you up every few years when y'all move. He just, they just like to move. And um, I, I think you could cash for the fee though. The fee wouldn't really hurt me. I just want, you know what I mean? 
it's a nice chunk of change, but you know, it is what it is. But okay. Yeah. And I don't get why people do that. Like, for example, I was talking to a guy, my coworker, he's buying a house, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I told him, hey, I was like, yo, I'll sell you my house. And he's like, and he can afford my house, but he's like, no, I don't want to buy it. And he's like, because he goes, because I want to put down 20% on the house that I move into. I'm like, why? He's like, you know, I just want, I don't want to pay PMI. Like, if you're living there, who gives a damn? It's going to appreciate. I mean, you know what I mean? But that's how some people are. You know, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, if you're living there, who gives a damn? It's going to appreciate, you know? Uh, but that's how some people are. I, I just can't see myself putting 20 that I can't do 20% on a house I'm going to live in. I don't understand it. Right, right. That's just, a lot of people think that, that 20% thing, that's they all, a lot of people, just old school. I mean, I'll do it. School. I'll do it for an investment property, but for, if it's yeah, just something yeah. I'm about to live in, what's the point? Yeah, you have to for an investment property. You have no choice. Yeah, you know, yeah, no choice. But like, I've been hearing people say all the time, "I'm putting down twenty percent in the house I'm about to live in." Like, well, I mean, unless you don't do due diligence on like appreciation, school districts, all that, you know what I mean? But so, hey. so in other news, mahogany fit getting us in shape, yo. Look at that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, the gym, huh? <clears throat> yeah, we started up at the gym again, and. um that's a big part of. Um, I was gonna ask you, Micah. Micah, sure. what makes you happy? Man, freedom. Freedom makes me happy. That's, that's pretty vague. It's pretty freedom. vague. It's vague. We explain. Freedom. Freedom. Freedom is having power over your own time. You have the power over your own time. That's what makes me happy. Time with your family. The time you control your time. That's freedom. Definitely, that's freedom to me. Yeah, if you have power over your own time, that's like the biggest thing that makes me happy. It's the only reason I do all this real estate stuff. Seriously, it's because of that. So, about you, you? you're hustling a lot right now, though, because you got a full time job and you're doing all the real estate, Airbnb, timeshares. You have an announcement about timeshares, by the way. I want to hear this. Oh, Sam, I'm, I'm taking a break on that too. <clears throat> yeah, I'm mainly doing. Uh, I'm mainly just doing the. Arbitrages and things. I don't, I'm not really hustling that hard though. Like everything else is just sitting there because I'm refinance process is not it's just what you send over. You're waiting for the bank. You know what I mean? I'm really playing the waiting game right now. But like every day though, I'm making sure I'm on the MLS. Like right now, I'm sitting here looking at the MLS in, uh, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas, seeing what's on the market. But other than that, I'm not really too. But time shares. You showed you showed your you know. You made a good chunk every month, like upwards to eight grand a month doing timeshares. Why are you stopping on that? Because uh, it's just, maybe it's just a slow time, but at the same time, I'm realizing all the rules they put in place, it just makes it a little bit more difficult. So, and really what I did with all the timeshare stuff, we literally took all the timeshare stuff and just rolled it into arbitrages and houses. So it served its purpose. I mean, I might hop back on it in the future. You know, I might get another VA and hop back on it in the future, but right now, I'm really focused because, like, right now, to me, like we were saying, I think it's a buyer's market. I'm feeling this buyer's market. Like, houses are sitting out there for a long time. That's what I say. It's a buyer's market. Okay, I, I, but, I gotta, I gotta see where you're looking. You're looking at Arkansas or something? No, no, no. I'm looking at both Arkansas, Texas, all of it. I don't know where. I don't know what. <clears throat> also, I guess my price range may be a little different. Like, I'm looking at. I'll look at something that's like two fifty. Like here goes something that's two forty two. See, but this stuff's sitting out here though. Like, how long has this house been on the market? 
I can't really, I can't tell. I don't know. Days on Zillow, where's that at? Well, it's been, it's been on Zillow for 12 days. That'll probably be gone because it has a swimming pool. But I've been seeing <laughs> stuff sitting out there. I got I got a strong um, a strong lead on a house. Uh, I'm not going to say what okay. area. I just say, you know, I got a lead. Anyways, what, what attracted me to this house, and it's crazy. It's what some people would, would be a deterrent. Because, you know, most people want the, you know, the brand new looking style houses, whatever. Maybe from... At least from the 2000s up, you know what I'm saying? 2000 whatever up to the current date. <clears throat> then I have friends that are like um, total house knobs. Like, I only live in a brand new house. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. Good good for you. You get all that. Um, <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get them after all that depreciation fell off. But um, <laughs> anyways, there's an older house. And, and, and okay. I like... What I like, you know, I like older houses. I like the big yard, you know, nice, homey feel. You know, they made them, they made them, a, they made them pretty good back in this, in this, in these years. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm not gonna go too deep into it. But what, but what it reminded me of, this house, it's like the architecture is a little bit different. You know, if it, the architecture is. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know how to describe it, but as, as, but I would say, remember I told you I stayed at that Hollywood house or that house over there in L.A. Yeah, it's like a big with the black, uh, huh? The black toilet seats, right? The black, yeah. This this house don't have the black toilet seats, but <laughs> <laughs> but just just the openness, the um, that had like some sun. I mean, it had some sun coming through like you had you know the, the, the open on the roof it had some cool like a sunroom it had like cool other open living areas and stuff it's like this this house is like three thousand three thousand square feet dude and uh once oh no it's two story and it has a pullout back the the only thing is it's um it's you know it needs updates right but it's just a cool this cool unique um I don't know the architecture, the way they the way they did this, and it just reminds me of like the old old Hollywood style home, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, I think with some with some nice floors and some paint. I mean, it doesn't it didn't seem like it looked it needed a lot, and you just need updates. And, uh, and who knows? The pool was covered with a with a blue tarp, so who knows what how <laughs> how that's gonna look under it? I want to go check it out. But yeah. but anyway, I talked to my my man Can Can, and it was like. Um, I'll say the price. It was like two sixty, right? They're asking yeah. for it, but it's been there for a little bit. It's been there for a little bit because you know people, whatever. Um, and he said houses in the na- that neighborhood, you know, that are actually fixed up or whatever. That that look, you know, um, they've done updates. They sell for around three hundred to three fifty. So, I would have to put some work and some elbow grease in this mother lover. But it's in a nicer neighborhood. It's in a nicer established neighborhood, and there's a lot of equity to be had. What's your address? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. But we're gonna go check it out um, either tomorrow or the next day. But anyways, like I said, I mean, I could even live in it in that condition. But I would, I would update it. And and like I said, I don't have. I, I told my, I told my wife, I was like, we could do. I mean, for two years, we can just do, you know, update one room, update the next room, update the whatever. You don't have to do all at once. But after those two years, we can sell that thing, and we can make a nice chunk of money, and it's tax free. I was trying to explain to her. She goes, Yeah, but what if we fix it up when we like it? And I was like, Well, then we'll just keep living in it. I don't know. <laughs> 
அப்போது ஏக்குரிய அப்போது ஏக்குரிய அதுதான் ஒன்னும் <laughs> Um that's a good point. Cancer. I'm thinking I'm thinking 30 to 40 G's. No 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 like the after repair value. Yeah I yeah that's what I said. said I could put Oh what's the after repair? Like I said he was saying the houses around that that size that in that area um upwards to 350 300 right now like 350,000. So there's a lot of there's a lot of room there. Well, never mind. I wouldn't flip it because if you flip it, you got to pay what capital gains, right? No, I've said after two years, I'd flip it. After two yeah, years, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's I keep... what I'm saying. Like, I was thinking if you could just grab it real quick and flip it, but you would have to pay capital gains on it. Yeah, right? you, you take a uh, big yeah. hit on tax capital okay. gains, but it would still be. I mean, that was that 15 percent. Is that 15 percent? It'd still be worth I'm it. Not... I wouldn't. I mean, you still money. make profit off of it, but I would wait. Yeah, I play the long game. I sit in it for two years, pull the equity, and go buy some something else. <laughs> but you got to remember this, though, Steve, because you don't like paying twenty percent. If you pull equity, you got to drop twenty percent on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to drop that twenty. But it'll be a buttload of equity, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> you know, they'll let you pull. Because if you're living in it, they'll let you pull. I think eighty percent of the equity out. But even that's um what do they say buy the ugliest house in the in the in the nicest neighborhood, right? That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. And then fix okay. it up, make some bank. But if that house falls through, you can uh you want to buy my house? <laughs> that's a, you asked me that before. It's just a little too far from work, man. It's a little it's way it's for me it'd be You just like, hop right on 360, man. You there? I hate 360. I, I I wanted to kill myself so many times driving on 360 back in the day. Yeah, 360 is even worse now. Well, actually, I used to live in Arkansas, remember? I used to live in Arkansas. That's so I get on 360 at Arkansas. But 360 I, ain't bad though. I have to get on there like at 5:15 if I had a chance of getting to work on time. If traffic started that freaking early on 360. I remember those days. It sucked, dude. Coming home, it was just oh man, it was killer. Dang. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'm just pulling equity on my house and keep it pushing. That's what I'm going to do. But everybody who's been listening, though, they can say they know how to get out of student loan debt after listening to this because I just gave them, like, how many different options, That's two or three different options to get out of student loan debt. So a buttload, man. if you want to, I personally wouldn't take my advice because I don't believe in doing that with large lumps of cash. Yeah. But that's your way. Well. We've been at this for a while, huh? Been way over an hour yeah, yeah. on this. We've been at it. <laughs> well, we should start wrapping her up. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, we should always wrap it up, but hey. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> unless you're trying. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, but yeah, um, that was a good episode. We talked about some good stuff. We still got a bunch of stuff to talk about for next week. Um Tom Brady pulling off number six, so we got we got a bunch of stuff for next week going on. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, we're in transition right now. This is like this is the transition show because you're you're. I mean, 
one of your your two of your big pillars were written out, you know, share your um, from your house, written out rooms of your house. Yep. And um, your other one was the timeshares. I mean, those are the two things you were known for, and you're transitioning out of that. I'm transitioning, semi-retiring from doing the Airbnb thing out of the Hearst house, and um, we're just in a transition mode. Right? I mean, you got to keep you got to keep moving in life, right? You never know. You got to pivot. You got to try different things, and shit. We'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely, man. But you got that million dollar knowledge in your head, and it's always going to stay there. That is true. My man, Master P, once said that. <laughs> that is true. Well, cool. Well, good yeah, show, man. bro. It's been a good episode. Yeah, this is um, Live, Let, Thrive. Hit us up on LiveLetThrive.com. I got all the YouTube caught up, so go watch us on YouTube if you want. I got to go look at that, man. I forgot you did that. Yeah, yeah, check us out on IG. I'm always posting stuff on our IG. You can shop, follow my share bed and breakfast page on IG as well. Go get your Live, Let, live. Thrive shirt if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check us out at Live, Let, Thrive. We got all our stuff out now. One thing I'm going to focus on, I'm going I'm to give you all updates, too. I'm going to give the the um, our fans updates. <laughs> that I've, I've always been kind of like an inventor, at least in my head, and drawing them up. I've never gone farther than that. But I'm, yes. I'm going further on one of these inventions that I got going on. And, I, of course, I'm not going to say it right now. I've Googled the F out of it to make sure it don't exist. It don't exist. And I think it's gonna be really cool. And man, if I make this, if I if I get this to hit, I'll, I'll be a millionaire, dude. So fuck hey. re- fuck real estate. <laughs> hey, what's up? I mean, you gotta have something else going on. I, I got I got a convention too. Oh, de- see, there you go. And that show, I'm gonna send you that show that how they built this, and you're gonna be because people are inventing. I mean, like you don't have to invent the whole new freaking. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Well, whatever. These people are inventing stuff, just regular stuff around, like, you know, this guy will fit, he invented, like I said, he sold it to Walmart for $340 million. These just pants that fit dudes, that fit dudes better than regular pants was fitting dudes. And, um, and he, and just simple ideas like this, man, that are making, like the Spanx girl, they did a thing on the Spanx girl, that's, that's, that chick's a billionaire, dude. You've heard of Spanx, those pants, whatever, those pantyhose, cut off pantyhose, whatever. She's a billionaire with a B. She still owns her company. It's, 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 with a B, <laughs> with a B. <laughs> and she just a, just a random idea. She wanted to, you know, some more comfortable undergarment, and they didn't have it, so she made it her damn self in the garage. And she she's a billionaire from that shit. That's dope. Yeah. So that's dope. Yeah. If you if you got a good idea for an invention, man, follow that. Follow it. See what happens. Real talk. There you go. Real talk. Y'all right. keep living, keep letting, and keep thriving. Keep thriving hard, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.